Welcome back, folks, to the Melwright Show. This is episode 180. We've got a friend of the show back. We've got BT Carmichael back. He does a fantastic podcast, Get Sellers Calling You, and also he's the head of Master Grabber. Um, BT, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the listeners, new listeners and viewers? Sure, I would. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I'm the uh, uh, creator of the podcast, uh, Get Sellers Calling You. You can also see our website, getsellerscallingyou.com. And we work with real estate agents in helping them increase the sellers and sales from their personal contacts and actually guarantee 34 sales from a list of 200 personal contacts or give their money back. Oh, that's great. And I've got my great co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself <laughs> to the new listeners and viewers, Robert? Sure. My name is Robert Newman. I am the founder of uh, Inbound Real Estate Marketing, and uh, I do a lot of reviews on real estate technology. You can find those on my website, inboundrem.com. And I just want to thank the new listeners and viewers. We've had a good run lately, getting over a couple thousand people downloading the show every month, every uh, every month, which is good news. Uh, um, so. Um, our agreed subject was um, the best practices to consistently get more listings into IT that I'm sure our listeners and viewers want to do that. So how are we going to start the conversation? Where do you want to go with this? Um, probably let's start at the kind of the beginning of if you're going to be starting to drive in sellers and get more listings, where do you start? And the first place is obviously a personal list. So uh, maybe we can just start on the personal list and a few things you can do on that. Yeah, that sounds great. Off you go. Okay, great. So um, uh, first off, a personal list uh, is that list of people that you know. And, and what I find with most agents is they try to pre-qualify a list. Don't do that, okay? What you're looking for is very simply make a list of everyone who knows you <clears throat> that if they were to see you on the street, they go, hi, Jill, or hi, Beatty, Okay. And, and that becomes your personal list. And here's why it's so important. Those people who know you already, they already know and like you, are eight to 10 times more likely to do business with you than someone who hasn't met you yet. So if you're trying to drive in more business from sellers or buyers, that's the place to start first. And uh, so make a list. Uh, one of the things that, you know, if you're just getting started, uh, if you think about the old time yellow pages, you know, you have like accountant, actuarial, baker, chiropractor, just go through those type of topical indexes and think of who do I know that's a accountant? Who do I know that's a baker? Who do I know that's a chiropractor? And build your list. And then, uh, and that's going to be the first start in getting that direction. And it's so important. And it, I'm aghast at so many agents that are, all, that are reasonably successful that haven't really concentrated on building this fundamental list, and it's so important, isn't it? It is. I, uh, you know, I was talking just a short while ago, one of our clients, he's a 30-plus year agent, uh, does $18 million a year in volume, and he's in this uh, coaching program, okay? And so the coach got all their coaching clients together, which are all very similar to this person, and they went around the group and asked, in 2018, where did most of your business come from? And you, you want to take a guess as to where the majority of their business came from? Their list. <laughs> their personal list, exactly. And so if that's how top producers are getting there and sustaining their business, 
then whether you're a top producer or whether you're just getting started, that's the number one place that you'll get the most business from if you simply work it right. And it, and in some ways, it's a lot easier, isn't it? You know, you've got your smartphone, you've got your Facebook people that are following you on Facebook, um, various computer, you know, people that... The, the ability for you to generate this, this is in some ways a lot easier, isn't it? It is. So, you know, you've got uh, most people already have their Facebook with all their friends. Okay. So all you have to do is real simple. Now, having a list, I, I was talking to one client and uh, I was asking him, how many people do you have on your list? 400 people. Great. How many of those do you have mailing? Yes. with. Well, you more just a face contact with them. And so as you're building your list, just go through and either text them or message them through Facebook and say, hey, John, what's your mailing address? Okay. Or if you're missing an email address, what's your email address? And just go through and systematically start to build it. But what you want is you want their name, a phone number, a mailing address, and an email address because if you're going to touch your list properly, you're going to touch it with some phone calls periodically and just be personal. You're going to send them something in the mail. You'll probably shoot, uh, put them on some sort of an email system. So you just need multiple ways just to kind of touch them so that you now are able to communicate with them. Yeah, you just touched, touched upon what I was going to ask you, the follow-up question, you know, after you got your list, what do you do with it? But you've already touched that. But what I think another good question is, have you got any advice about how you make follow-through, the follow-through you've just described, really a habit? Because I, I think a lot, of, um, a lot of agents get into training mythologies with all the goodwill. But after a few weeks... Um, the new habits break down, they don't follow through. So you, have you got any tips and insights about how you make, uh, you know, this kind of mythologies of regular follow through on your personal list really effective? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, because I've actually just come through that personally with something we've done in our business. So, excuse me, we put together uh, on our end, uh, basically a list of clients that we want to be following up with. And, how do you do it? So what I had to do for me, and this is the simple way that I would suggest it, is hopefully you have a to-do list that you make every morning or the night before so you know the target of what you have to do for that day. And what stays a permanent item on my to-do list that I keep putting at the top is to touch, okay? So as long as you keep it in front of you, then you're going to be more likely to do it. The other thing is when you're touching you know, a lot of times agents ask me, well, what do you do when you touch? Well, the first thing you do is you just stay a friend, okay? Uh, if you know their birth date or an anniversary date, or if you know their children's birth date or anything like that, then that gives you a reason to just pick up the phone and call. You may miss them, but leave a voicemail message, right? write a handwritten note. Hey, you know, understand it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you. Sorry I missed you, but I was just thinking about you. When you do a personal touch, it goes a long ways. So when you do this um, uh, reminder for you, then also in your calendar on anything that's special with any of these contacts, put a reminder in your calendar to always prompt you on that day. These contacts have birthdays or anniversaries or maybe someone that bought a home from you 
or sold their home and it's kind of a transaction anniversary, make the list so that it prompts you. And then the most important thing is you got to be diligent to do it that day. Because if you kick it down the road a day, you'll kick it down the next day. And before long, you're not touching anyone. Right. Robert, have you got a question? Nope. Just nodding. Disagreeing. Oh. <laughs> no question. <laughs> that question here yeah, pop in when he's got one. All That's right. right. Uh, um, so. hey, let, me, let me share one other thing on that too, if I may. So uh, not all touches are the same. And, and so you, when you're marketing to your personal list, there are really two things that you're doing. Number one is you're staying personal with them as a friend, okay? Because people do business with people they like. But the other thing that's really important is you have to let them know not only that you're a real estate agent, but that you're an agent who is selling homes. And so here's the kind of the, the scenario I'd like to suggest. Most people out there know many real estate agents, okay? So you're competing against other real estate agents that your friends know. So if you were to put two agents, uh, if I'm thinking about selling my house or buying, and, and I have two agents that I know, if I know one is constantly selling all the time and only know that the other one is an agent, but I don't know how active they are, which of those agents am I going to most likely choose? Well, you're going to t- I would have thought you're going to choose the one that shows that they are very active in the market. Yeah, exactly. So how do you show that you're active in the market? It's real simple. You always show off your sales to your list. So the first thing on your list with that mailing address, you, you ought to be sending them just sold postcards every time you make a sale, okay? Unless you're making more than 15 or 20 sales a, a year, and then you maybe uh, uh, cap it at a certain level. If you don't have many sales right now because you're kind of a newer agent, then every time you uh, make a sale, you show it off. Every time you get a listing, you, you send out a uh, 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 you know, new listing, okay? You send out an open house, you send out a under contract, and then you send out a um, uh, just sold. So you can get multiple touches showing off your successes from just a few sales. But what that does psychologically in your friends' minds is this person's really active and it keeps you top of mind as that agent who's actually out there doing stuff. Yeah, just you know, with me and Robert have been touching it um, this subject ourselves about being super local, and we're going to be talking about it in February. Um, but it's it's all kind of linked, isn't it, BT? You know, because um, in past episodes we've been talking about doing videos about the local market, specialising in a, a particular type of customer or a particular geo area in your local region and and then um what you're talking about is reinforcing that with success messages of success but also would you agree with me that you should be also fulfilling that with content that proves your competence and your interest in that market yes very much so uh because i just finished doing a video with one of our clients on something very similar and uh, so as you're doing these videos that show that you're an expert in the market, the other thing I would encourage that you do is that you share some of your expertise on how to either buy a house at the lowest rate so you get the greatest value, or if you're selling a house, 
things you can do to increase the sales price and the value. Because then as people watch your video, they're not just seeing your expertise on the market in general, but they're seeing your expertise in the transaction. Things that you do that you recommend your clients to do that will get them the best value when they're buying a home. Okay. Like one of my, uh, when we bought the home that I'm in now, um, uh, you know, it's on a private drive. There's a couple other homes and the private drive was kind of in, uh, in bad condition. So we were able to negotiate down the sales price even further by taking that into account. And, and when you net it all out, it really helped us financially to then have money to do other things that we needed to. So talk about your expertise in the negotiation to get that sales price down and some things you can do. But also on the flip side, for those people who maybe may have a home and would think about selling, give them some tips that you find are most effective in getting the most money for that home when they actually do put it on the market. Now they're seeing you as an expert in the marketplace, but they're also seeing you an expert in being able to help the transaction in their favor. Yeah, and I also think don't don't matter how busy you are, you've got to get in the habit of doing a video walkthrough of a new um, house that you're trying to sell for a client, and also do a, a after sell walkthrough after you sold the house and talk about the actual you know, the process of selling the house. And um, people just love seeing houses and and the stories around the buying and selling of houses, don't they? They just love it, don't they? They do. And if you, if you have a chance when you're doing those walkthrough videos, let me encourage you to maybe do a walkthrough video before it goes on the market while it's in the, what I'll call kind of the current lived in state. And, uh, and you might even do this with your client walk through and video. I recommend you make these updates here and here and maybe paint this room. And then after you sold the house or in, uh, when it's on the market, you can do a second walkthrough and now you have a comparison. Now, what happens is people get to see your expertise in taking a home that looks lived in and making it look brand new. So, uh, or if you don't have that luxury, but you do a walkthrough after the fact, then point out those things that you guided the homeowner on that the homeowner then took your advice. Because now what this is telling the viewer is you're the expert. They took your advice, and because of that, they sold their home for top dollar, and that's what they're looking for ultimately with a realtor. Can you get the most money for my home? And that's how you, you can use those walkthrough videos to do that. Oh, it's great stuff. Um, we're going to go for a break, folks, but when we come back, we're going to be discussing more of this great content with BT Carmichael, and I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic, some, give you some great ideas to start your 2019 really great. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. I'm feeling a little bit more cheaper than the past couple of weeks. Uh, as you know, listeners, I've been struggling with a bad cough and cold, but I feel more my cheerful self. My, you know, I am, Robert. Yeah, you're strutting your stuff today. I'm enjoying oh, it. Oh, easy, he's enjoying it. Oh dear. All right, I must be into trouble. Uh, Rob, Beatty. Um, so you know, we talked a bit about videos. We've talked about 
this um, initial list um, that people know you in the community and you keep that list tight to you. Like I say, we've talked about the power video. How are we going to move the conversation? What's the next topic that you would like to introduce the listeners and viewers? I'd like to talk about where I think real low-hanging fruit that a lot of realtors totally miss it. They do it all the time, but they don't know how to turn it into generating more listings as well. And that's the open house. So uh, have y'all had any conversations on open houses before? Constantly. Um, it's been a constant discussion fight I've had with agents that are not beginners. Um, let's say they're in their second to fourth year. They're looking to really move their business on to the next level. The people, the top producers that they see in their offices and they get very dismissive of open houses because, and they get a, they are introduced to very negative attitudes by their fellow agents, the more experienced agents, about that open houses are just time wasters. And I totally disagree with that attitude completely. What, what do you, I presume that you, you're going to agree with me because that's why you brought it up. Actually, uh, I agree with those other agents. Open houses are absolute time wasters unless you do it right, okay? So you got to look at why are you doing the open house? And so here's what happens. Those more tenured agents, top higher producers, they don't want to go sit in a house for two or three hours on a Saturday (coughs) or a Sunday and waste their time and fiddle on their phone trying to sell the house because you don't sell houses that much that way. People find the house on the internet and then they strategically come. But the great thing, and this is what most agents lose sight of with the open house. The open house is a way to generate new seller leads. Okay. And if you do it right, but it takes, it's going to take a little bit of effort, but here's here, before I go there, let me just ask a question to you guys. If you could spend four hours to pick up a new listing, is it worth it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So spend four hours. You spend two hours before the open house, door knocking the neighborhood, as many houses as you can. You have a flyer about the open house. It's going to have your information on it. Even if this is an open house that someone else is listing, but you're doing the open house on, okay? And you go and introduce yourself Hey, I'm Beatty Carmichael with such and such realty company. And um, I don't know if you know it or not, but we have this house that we're doing an open house right around the corner from you. And I'd love to invite you, especially if you guys are thinking about selling, it's important to see what houses in the neighborhood are going for, how they're fixed up. And it'll give you a lot of ideas, maybe some things you can do with your house as well. If you know someone that is thinking about moving in a neighborhood, you know, a lot of times about a third of the buyers are invited by friends that want their friends in the neighborhood, please call some of your friends. But here's a flyer, and hope, hopefully this, I'll see you, okay? So uh, you're I, just can, cool. I, can I just say something? I just think it's fantastic. But um, it, this, I'm struggling now but because um, I'm celebrating um, what you've just said. But um, you can use Facebook to also promote the open house, you know, like five, six days before the open house. You, you're, you're, it should be an event. You're, you're in theatre when you're a real estate agent. You're, you're there. You're in the entertainment business, the local entertainment business in a way. So you want a good open house. You know, you want some 
nipples you want not alcohol but you know nice coffee <laughs> uh, um you want you know you want you know you you it wants to be a friendly vibe and you want to get people's details when they come to the open house it needs to be a event would you agree with that yeah it needs to be an event i look at it as a uh as more than just an event it is a prospecting tool to find buy to find sellers initially okay uh, so you want to promote it everywhere you can because when you're promoting it on Facebook, what happens is you're showing everyone on Facebook that you're an active agent. That's important. When you promote it to all your friends, you're letting them know, I am selling homes. I go out and I do open houses. That's going to help sell your home because that's what the homeowner thinks. Okay. But the real key is when you go meet the neighbors because if you think about circle farming concept, with around every home that goes on the market and sells within a few months, within 50 homes, there's usually another home that goes on the market, but you don't know who they are. But if you go and knock on the doors, okay, you leave a flyer for those that aren't there, you leave a flyer for those that are there, then what you're doing is you're basically saying, and this is what I was talking about, if you're thinking about selling, you need to see what your competition is doing. You need to see what people are looking at, what prices are in this neighborhood and how people are fixing up their home. So I'm giving that homeowner reasons to come look at the house because in their mind, they're thinking about going on the market in a few months. So now when I get a neighbor to come through the house, in almost all cases, that person is thinking about selling. And now I'm able to build a relationship, get their information. And now I can follow up. And here's and here back my first comment. Once someone has met you and they know you and they put a, a name and a face and a personality and they like you, they are eight to ten times more likely to do business with you than someone who's never met you. So simply by doing two hours of door knocking and then bringing whoever that is into the open house, now you've got an opportunity to build that relationship and then pick up that listing. I'm amazed at the amount of open houses that I go to that the agent hasn't even got any handouts. They haven't even got reports, bio about themselves, about how many houses they sold a year before, what type of clients they like to work with. They have nothing. They don't even make sure they've got handouts. Do okay. you know why? Go ahead. Go ahead. But I'm going to jump in after you, though, Beatty. Yeah. Why? Okay. Uh, great little book called Rhinoceros Success. Okay. And it talks about cows and rhinos. And cows follow the crowd. They don't have any idea why they're doing it. Rhinos follow their own horse, you know, their beat to their own drum. And what happens with most realtors is they simply do what they see everyone else doing. And they never think about it that says, why do you do it that way? And how can I work smarter and not harder? And that's why they do it. My sister-in-law, Hope she's not watching this video. You know, she is a new agent and she's doing everything that other people tell her to do following the crowd, but she's not doing anything that really makes it more effective, more efficient and drive in more business because agents aren't marketers. That's a big reason. Go on, uh, Robert. Yeah. There, so there's a few things that I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to add to that. Um, Number one, as with, with uh, being, I've been in sales thirty years, and here's one thing that's that's true of anything: real estate in any any sales office, sales environment. Most of the time, the person that you can't talk to, the person that you don't see, the person 
that that uh, that would be most impactful. Top producers, like every time, I've always been the top producer or somewhere close to it in every office. I don't, I don't have any interest in training new guys unless I'm going to be paid for it, and 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 the company never wants to pay for it. So, so I'm never around. I'm never actually physically there to do it, nor do I sit next to them. And half the time I'm out the door selling my own business and doing my own thing. And this, the, the same thing is 10 times as true in real estate because a lot of top-notch uh, real estate professionals, they don't even go to the office. They don't sit on the sales floor. They're not at the open houses. You can't see what they're doing to address what BD said about uh, cows. In terms of open houses, because we keep talking about them and there's a lot of conversation. So um, I totally agree with what, what BD said about knocking on the door. And what I also suggest is that you make a, a micro business plan when it comes to the way that you approach an open house. And what I mean by that is take a spreadsheet, take a list, and then simply go down and say, these are the things that I am going to do for every open house that I ever approach. And one of those things, by the way, I do love every idea that BD had, but another idea is to do open house sign-up sheets. If worked right, an open house can be uh, can add 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 medium to low warm contacts to your list, which is something that BD keeps talking about over and over again. So you want to walk in mentally prepared. It's worth it to create a strategy to create a good value exchange for somebody signing your open house list. And what could that be? Um, there there uh, could be pins. It could be, it could be any number of small giveaways, something that you spent 10, or 10, 10 cents to a dollar on in order to get them to sign something or give you their information. It could be exclusive information about the house. Um, it could simply be an attitude of assumption, which is what I like to tell my clients to use, which is simply you walk through the door you walk up to them and simply hand them the sheet and hand them the pen. Nine times out of 10, most people will understand what you're doing and understand that you've taken your time to set the environment up for them. And they won't question the fact that they actually have to write down their name, email address, and telephone number. Thus, you get every single name and number um, of the person that walks into the door in the open house. So I agree with what both of you said, that open houses are valuable. I think they're wildly valuable. And I think somebody with the, with somebody with a little bit of an initiative can't just won't just get one or two leads. They'll get a whole bunch of them that they can then add into their um, their CRM. We're going to the end of the podcast part of the show. Ho- hopefully B E will stay on for an extra 10 minutes because I've got something controversial to say um, in the bonus content that I just want to see if BT agrees with it. BT, what's the best way for people to um, get in contact with you or learn more about you and your company services? Uh, best way is to go to our website at getsellerscallingyou.com. Uh, to, uh, that's where all my training, everything I know about marketing is there. Uh, to learn more about the service that we provide and how we guarantee sales for people, uh, you can go to agentdominator.com and uh, uh, check us out there. And it's, it's got some great stuff, and it's a great podcast, folks. Uh, Robert, um, how can people find out more about you and what your team's up to? Uh, we can get, they can go to inboundrem.com, and right. um, there's tons of content there. So There certainly is. We'll see you next week, folks, because hopefully we have an expert or we'll be discussing a subject 
that give, make you start thinking a bit differently and make sure you're 2019, you really dominate your local market. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.